So did you buy a lot of ticket? I did. Did you buy a lot of ticket? I did. Mega Millions? Mega Billion. Mega Billions. You know, they didn't change the name. $1.6 billion. I, uh, I They've already done the drawing at the time of recording this, and I have not checked my ticket. And uh, you did, though, right? I did. N- no. N- well, I kind of, I just glanced at it. I know I got a, I got a, at least the Powerball on a couple plays, but. Well, that means like. Evs. Well, maybe you get something. If I were to win, I would um, not know what to do. <laughs> would we keep doing this podcast? I guess would be the question. It would be on a much grander scale. A much grander scale. We'd have our own space. And like, oh man, the possibilities would be endless. <laughs> It'd be so fancy. I'll have to scan my numbers and check them out, but I bet you, I, I I probably didn't win. So I got to play one of those that gives you like $10 as a prize. There's always next week. Welcome to the Common Ground Football Podcast. Here are your hosts, Brian McLaughlin and Andrew Guzman. What's up? Episode 39 of the Common Ground Football Podcast. Getting closer and closer to the big 4-0. And of course, we'll go beyond that. But um, This week is going to be a lot like last week. One of our teams plays this upcoming Sunday and <laughs> one of our teams does not. <laughs> so it's going to be kind of a weird episode because you're going to talk about what your team just did. I didn't have to do anything season season going by way too fast man. i had oh, isn't it it's ridiculous i had a nice lazy sunday it's ridiculous <laughs> and uh you had to endure a loss endure so sorry endure i want to start real quick before we get into your game that happened versus the washington racial slurs there was a good game in washington washington on saturday in washington state there sure was on the Palouse. On the Palouse. Did you, uh, I, 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 I know I know the answer to this question. Did you get up at 6 a.m. to watch game day live? No. <laughs> no, actually, I ended up going into work. I got. Uh, what? I got called and dragged into work. We on had a, a little, Saturday? Yeah, if that happens and there's some sort of issue and there was an issue and I had to go resolve it. So, you know, I had to go in for about four or five hours. What time did you have to go in? Uh, quarter to nine, Ugh. 8.30. On a Saturday. Yeah. Oh, well. I did uh, I did not have to work. So I um, set the alarm for 5.55 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> and I dragged my ass out to the, the family room. I had the TV. All I had to do was turn it on. I already had it on ESPN ready to go. You were ready. I was ready. And so while uh, I, I, I gave myself just enough time to get my coffee... Which, I mean, if anybody knows me. Between waking up and having to take a piss and getting a coffee, that was all within five minutes. Oh, man. I oh, so fast. <laughs> so I literally sat down and started. And I just have to say, I just want to give props, uh, WSU. I, I did not go to college there, but it is my team. My dad went to college there. My sister went to college there. It's a gorgeous campus. It's uh, so fun. I have so many friends that have gone there. Uh, I've been there and partied lots. <laughs> Um, so did, uh, cowherd, but, but obviously, or, you know, well, yeah, he threw out that thing and was, and a lot of people were like, uh, I'm gonna call BS on that. But then I there was the I, other ones that I were don't like, picture eh. him as a partier. I don't know. <laughs> like he's the nerd at the, like shows up maybe at the party <laughs> and talks and, t- and talks. 
I just don't. Hey, yeah, this is a great party here. Um, <laughs> oh, hey, Jason. Yeah. Let me tell you, Jason, Todd, and and Danny, those guys. Yeah, I don't see that. So uh, Spit coming out of his mouth. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Hair all weird colors because he probably dyed it and didn't know what to do with it back then either. But anyways, back to yeah, so, game day. Uh, game day went to, to Pullman for the very first time, and man, you guys showed up, and it was nuts. The I would I really enjoy. I mean, the game was good. Great game. Obviously, there was a little worry for some Coug fans that maybe WCU was going <laughs> to Coug it. Well, I'm one of them. But um, no, those those shots in the third, you know, beginning of the third and end of the third and end of the fourth quarter, those shots from the from the sky cam, just kind of overlooking Pullman. I mean, all the colors are changing. I mean, it was it was it was cool to see it was uh it was unbelievable game day was amazing even the guys herb street like that whole crew admitted they had never seen anything like it it was just from the from <laughs> some of those people were there from 3 a.m which means that if they're students or they didn't go to bed because you party <laughs> friday night and then you don't go to bed and you just go hang out on the hill or there and you just wait for this freaking tv show <laughs> to start so uh it was it was an amazing experience i watched college football all freaking day the Purdue game, <laughs> Purdue winning was a, was awesome. Not just for the story that went along with it, but just, I mean, if you're going to kick Ohio State's ass, I'm A-OK with that. Ohio State was number two. Uh, not so much. So, uh, no, it was a great great weekend of college football. It's, it sucks you had to work. But you know what? You want to know what? <laughs> this, I'm waiting. This is, uh, this is not a uh, college football podcast. That's, that's correct. So let's. Uh, this is a common ground football podcast. It is. So, like usual, we're going to do our normal thing. It's going to be a little weird. I'm going to basically shut up, which I know never happens, but it's going to happen today. Trust me. So that means it'll probably be a short episode. <laughs> <laughs> you can talk. You've got ability. You got your bang over there. You know, I got mine over here. You got blue Raz. I got the grape. Bang, we're open for a sponsor. Yeah, we're hoping for a sponsor. I tell you what, anybody out there who drinks energy drinks, I, I hated them. This stuff, holy shit. So good. Bang is delicious. They got all kinds of flavors. They're sugar-free, carb-free, fat-free, gluten-free. I don't even know what's in here, but it has nothing <laughs> that's bad for you, apparently. What's re- really weird is the first time I actually poured one out into a glass, and it was clear. I was expecting it to be... I was think I was having the blue raspberries. So you expected it to be blue. I was expecting blue, and it was just clear. That's weird. But anyways, bang, we're here for you. Yeah, please give us a sponsorship anytime. Uh, you're going to talk about your game and what went down in uh, Washington. I am going to sit here... We'll go through, um, there were some NFL stories that, that we, I want to talk about, and then we'll preview week eight, and then you get to do nothing because your team gets to take a week off. Bye, Rick. You lucky bastard. Oh, wait, I just had that too. Ah. All right. Well, what the hell, man? <laughs> oh, man. So Dallas goes up to Washington. Um, have the chance to take the lead in the division in the NFC East, which as far as the divisions in the, well, actually as all divisions go in football right now, the NFC East is probably the weakest or one of the weakest. Probably. Um, Dallas had a chance to take the lead over Washington and get that first road win of the year, which is weird because in years past, the the Garrett-led teams on the road have been really good. And not so much at home. And this year, it's opposite. Dallas has not lost at home yet, which is only three games, and has lost every game on the road. So Four. it's a really, really weird 
switch that's happened. But Dallas had the opportunity to go up to Washington, take the lead, get the first road win, feel good, get a little win streak going, and just the the offense pre-Jacksonville showed up again. Now, Dak had, had, had his best passing game of the year. I mean, had 272 or 274 yards, somewhere around there. Um, but still just as a unit, the offense just struggled. I mean, and they kept shooting themselves in the foot. You had holding calls, you had, um, a chop block, you had, um, you know, wide receivers dropping balls hit right in between the numbers, which is where we'll get to it. And maybe there's a <laughs> fix there, but just seeing that just is so frustrating. And again, on the road, Zeke had, I, th- I think he had 12 carries for I don't know, 33 yards. 33 yards or something like that. I mean, that number stood out to me like crazy. He uh, just, again, the offense as a whole just completely struggled on the road. The defense, on the other hand, the defense gave Dallas every chance to take the lead and stay in this game. And, and the defense has been, I mean, just awesome. I, it's so much fun watching Dallas's defense this year, and they're, st- they're still getting better. But, again, offensive struggles, play calling, as well as execution, it was just uh, it was just ugly. But uh, Dallas loses twenty to seventeen. Had a chance to tie it at the end. It didn't happen. And um, now we go into a bye and come back against Tennessee on Monday Night Football and see if they're able to start improving. Gee, so not only do you have a bye, but you get an extra day. Yeah, lucky. But. This is also going to be Dallas's really tough stretch because you have the Monday night game and then you have um, the upcoming Sunday and then we get into that Sunday, Thanksgiving, Thursday. So Dallas, for the month of November, is, I mean, they, it's when their, their schedule is jam-packed. And besides playing a whole bunch of games, it's also a tough stretch with Philly coming up. Um, I believe there's another game against Washington in there. Um, so it's November is going to be a tough stretch. You only have uh, they only have nine games left. It's gross. It's going way too fast. Oh, actually, and I, I take that back. So we have Tennessee Monday night on November the fifth, and then you have at Philly on the eleventh, and then at Atlanta on the eighteenth, and then Thursday Thanksgiving game against the Redskins, and then the following Thursday against New Orleans. That's <laughs> November, and then you go into December, and you've got. Uh, uh, Philly, Indianapolis, Tampa, and then you end with New York. You guys play two Thursday night games in a row? Thanksgiving and then the following actual Thursday, Thursday, yeah. That's stupid. (laughs) (laughs) What the hell, NFL? I mean, I get the the Thanksgiving because you guys always play on Thanksgiving. Uh Uh-huh. But then you're going to throw them. I mean, yeah, you get a week, but still stupid. Mm -hmm. (laughs) All right, you ready for your awesome and your bummer? I guess so. Did you find something awesome? I did. Oh, okay. Here you go. It's going to be loud. Awesome. Defense. I'm going to just give it to the entire defense. The defense, again. And we had the return of Sean Lee. And the cool thing about watching this this week was because of the success that Jalen Smith and Leighton Van Der Esch have had so far this season, the defense hasn't completely fallen apart, you know, when Sean Lee's been injured because it's bound to happen. Unfortunately, it's bound to happen, and he's going to be out for one, two, three, however many games. The defense didn't look lost, and the defense obviously has been playing 
exceptionally well so far this year. So being able to have Sean Lee back, but also not have to make him play the entire game. He can kind of come in, get, you know, re readjusted and, and, and just still kind of take it easy and have the defense not struggle. That was awesome. But from, from top to bottom, I mean, the defense was all over the field and kept Dallas in this game all the way up until the end. So big shout out and big awesome to the defense. They held the Redskins to 10 points through three quarters. Yep. I mean, so they, I mean, I didn't get a chance to actually watch the game live. I had to go back and watch part of it yesterday. And then I finished watching it here, prepping today and then watched highlights. And I'm looking at the the stats and I'm like, well, holy shit. I mean, Alex Smith finished with 178 yards and one TD. Um, basically bottled up the the um the rushing offense for washington they had i think they had a total of i don't know 55 60 yards rushing so i mean they the defense the defense played well they did they definitely did their part obviously on the offensive side with the fumble on the one yard line and um that giving washington basically the that was basically the game right there um you know, it's nothing the defense can can help, but they they did their part. All right. Well, with every awesome comes bummer. Yeah, that's so loud. Well, maybe you should turn your headphones down. <laughs> turn your headphones down, man. Um, I'm gonna go. Actually, I'm gonna go with a bummer on a wide receiver who was brought in over free agency, and he just has not shown anything whatsoever this season. But Deontay Thompson, I mean. There was a couple couple balls thrown his way. Another one in particular. I mean, hit. I mean, right in between the one and the five, and it's so it's it's been so frustrating. Obviously, minus Cole Beasley and the and the few plays that Michael Gallup's been able to make, but it's been so frustrating watching this wide receiver group. The wide receiver group is just so maddening in in what they aren't able to do. Well. When we get to the NFL news segment, you might have some help coming your well, way. We'll, yeah, we'll get there. <laughs> and I and I definitely something that I am excited about. But just watching the product that's been out there on the field has just been it's been frustrating to watch. And and it's not some of it. I mean, not all to blame on the wide receivers, but there. I mean, there is some blame to go on Dak and then the offensive line. But seeing the wide receivers that are out there, it's just. It gets really, really, really frustrating. Part of that pr- is probably even more frustrating because of who you guys just let go. Right. Instead of re-signing and keeping, right. you guys just you let Dez just walk. And he's still, I mean, he's and still he's, out there. He's still out there. But, and it's just like, that's probably got to make it even more frustrating. Mm-hmm. And and just seeing seeing how, how much the offense is struggling, I mean, it just, it makes, it's just a snowball effect. Snowball effect, and it just makes everything worse. But in my opinion, Thompson, yeah, better off just letting him go and getting that fourth round pick back. Um, so in watching it, Dak obviously struggled a bit, even though he had good stats. Um, he had, I mean, a decent solid game minus minus the two fumbles, and that one. The I had to watch the the one that he fumbled at like basically in the end zone, mm-hmm. and I had to watch it because it almost the first time I saw it, it almost looked like he threw it out of the end zone on purpose, and I'm like, what the 
<laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> I'm like, take the safety, not the touchdown. What do you do? That had to be the easiest. Whoever picked up the the ball and scored, yeah, had to have been the easiest. Like, oh, who? Oh, thanks. Oh, look. <laughs> I'll, ta- I'll take that. Uh, yeah, that was. I noticed that he had a couple of fumbles, and that's obviously that happens. But still, it's frustrating to see when you already have a. He's obviously under a microscope right now. They're oh, yeah. focused hard on him, so every little mistake he makes is going to be blown up into this big thing. Right. So I saw that. I'll tell you what, though, the the um, part of this is on Gallup because his route was great, but the the touchdown throw to him. Oh yeah. Oh, dude. But if you watch, if you go back and you watch that play, watch Cole Beasley on that route. Beasley absolutely. So you thought Gallup ran a good route with that um, yeah. that double move. If you if you look over and you see Beasley, Beasley absolutely just. So I he mean, could have had it either way. Oh, it, the thing, and I said it last week. The thing with Beasley and his routes is he's so quick and he's so crisp with his routes. And the dude was literally just burnt toast. I mean, it was, <laughs> it was, it was. I mean, I've never heard that analysis before. <laughs> that could have hit either one of them, and they would have scored. But no, definitely awesome to see Gallup come out and have. Um, I mean, he had a little bit of a. You know, big first half and then disappearing act in the second half, but it was good to see him get get involved. Um, and there you see the ability to 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 break the big play. So definitely, you know, just another step forward. He's still a rookie. You don't expect him to to have massive numbers. He was a third round pick. Let's just keep letting him develop. I got two more things I want to ask about the game, unless you got more stuff to say. Shoot, uh, I want to talk about the field goal at the end. Obviously, uh-huh. <laughs> Brett Maher, Maher, Maher. Uh, obviously, it's his job to make the kicks, yep. but yep. And, and he came out and, and owned it. He was the yeah. He'd be the first one to tell you. Yeah. It didn't matter if it was, you know, penalty, no penalty, whatever. I I got to make that kick. But on the penalty, what in the flying crap is a snap infraction? So and, and it's a, he says the same thing he does his whole career. So Lattister has been with the team since 2005. He's been to the Pro Bowl Pro Bowl once, I believe. Um, has never had a bad snap. Has always done. I mean, like we've talked about it before, but in the kicking game, there's a certain mechanical aspect. I mean, everything has to be the exact same. You know, every single time. Yep. Lattisor has always done exactly the same routine. I mean, everything. I guarantee you, you can go back and watch every single field goal that Dallas has kicked. Since 2005, and Lattister is doing the same exact thing, and they decide to call it at the end of the game, and and put put you know put the referee's hands all over the game. That's what that's what drives me crazy. If that's if that had been something you know in the first quarter or whatever, that's kind of like a warning, like look, don't do that or or just whatever. Okay, I'm fine with it. But when you're within a minute of the game yeah and then you want to get involved and you haven't been calling holds or blockets in the backs or or i mean anything the, the officiating was and i'm not the type that's going to blame a loss on the officiating crew but i will just <laughs> <laughs> really a seattle fan super, yeah shocking super bowl 40 anyone <laughs> um but i mean don't don't get involved if you're not if you haven't been calling things the whole game don't get involved at the very end I hate that too, and the same thing happened to Seattle this year already. With the you don't call a hold the whole game, and the, or they're all and they're all doing the same thing, right? And at the very end, that's when you decide to throw the flag. It's right. just ridiculous. And then um, I heard I gotta, on I gotta, a I gotta find it. I gotta find uh, what Pat McAfee said about it. 
Pat McAfee. Yes. Well, I, I heard, I can't remember what show I was listening to yesterday. Oh, okay. Go for it. So McAfee tweeted, and obviously he'd been drinking because he said that penalty in Dallas. Sorry, Pat. It was actually in Washington. <laughs> um, he said that penalty in Dallas. Lattisor snapped to me in the Pro Bowl. He's an incredible long snapper. That call on him was, you're going to bleep it? Bleep. <laughs> He's an incredible long snapper. That call on him was fucking outrageous. It's like holding on O-lineman. You can call it anytime you want. It's just whether or not the ref wants to be an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> But again, and even Lattisor at the end of the game was like, I've, it's, they've, I've never been called on that. I've literally done the same thing for the past, you know, 13 and that, years. And that's the thing. He had a field goal earlier in the game. So if he's done the same thing his whole career, wouldn't they have called it then right. if he had done the same thing? Right. And so one of the interviews I heard yesterday, and it could have been on uh, Dan Levitard, it could have been on Cowherd, it could have been on Gottlieb, whatever I was listening to, um, they were talking to somebody, and, and somebody said that had to have been in their opinion, that doesn't mean this is true, but they thought, well, that means that um, Washington saw it in film and they could have alerted the officials to say, hey, he does this, yeah. be on the lookout for it. That's ridiculous too. I mean, I get that that happens in every game, but still, like, do they, th- <clears throat> maybe they, maybe he told the, because obviously the players jumped, so maybe they also instructed their players, like, be looking for that cause the oh, yeah. penalty oh yeah i wouldn't doubt that at all and that's just dumb yeah screw those guys so unfortunately um you know there was time there was time left dallas marched down the field Dak led a great drive had a great third down throw to cole Beasley. i mean probably one of the best throws that i've seen Dak make i mean he just a tight window throw right into cole beasley um unfortunately there was a hold and it got called back Ugh. But, no, Dak did lead a good drive down the field. I I do have a problem with them not taking one more shot to the end zone, at least. You and everybody else. Um, and going for the win rather than just trying to play for overtime. Because then you, they then they, once they got down in that area, they ran that little, you know, quarterback keep and just get it over to the hash mark. I hate and that. Then, I mean, and then call timeout. I would have liked to see at least one more chance down to the end zone. But, and, why, and why not? That's my biggest right. thing. Like, you, if you got time left and you have a timeout, right. do it. So, um, what the hell do they I get know? lined up in the field goal, uh, in the get ready for a field goal, and then obviously the penalty happens, moves it back five yards. Um, I'm not, I'm not one, I'm not going to say that Maher, well, he would have made it if it was five. I mean, you never know what's going to happen with a kick. Doesn't matter if it was a 35 yarder or a 55 yarder. You never know what's going to happen. But unfortunately, um, hits off the left upright, and you when know, he, Washington when wins. When he first kicked it, I thought it was thought it was good. I thought it was good. Yeah, it no, just definitely. Drifted. It just drifted. It just <laughs> caught a wind, and then that's that, – I mean, as far as football goes, isn't that one of the worst sounds? Oh, I hate that sound. The football hitting the upright and not – I mean, just <laughs> – It's the worst sound ever in – well, not ever in football, but it is one of the worst. You're right. I hate that. I th- I thought it was good. I'm like, oh, I got it, and not so much. <laughs> so Dallas falls twenty two seventeen and falls to three and four on the year. Um, luckily, though, New York lost on Monday night. Philly <laughs> lost, and so this uh, this division isn't settled. I mean, it's still up for grabs. Um, because you love your team and you pay. You're so invested in your team and you pay so much attention and you know so much about football and you're so damn educated. <laughs> wow. 
Wow, that's huge. Uh, <laughs> zooming in there. Um, why do you think it's so different home versus on the road for them this season? They're they're three and zero at home. I, I, they're zero and four on the road. I think it really does go back to what um, the majority of the offensive players said last week, which was just communication, communication and execution. Um, I mean, I don't know what it is about this year so far that the offense has played so much better at home than it has on the road. And and I, I mean, I don't, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if if maybe losing Frederick was really that huge, huge, huge of a loss. I just found it very curious. It's, uh, those those and, those and, records aren't necessarily always true because the and, teams you play versus, right, and it you know. could just be just kind of a little bit of a I don't know a snake bit thing. Just a little unlucky on the road. Well, it sucks for you. Definitely. <laughs> uh, so Dallas goes into to, uh bye week. Um, got uh, a little bit of, I don't know. What, I, was there a new player that got any trades or anything? I know the trade trade well, that, deadline's coming up. It's, it's coming up. Uh, that, weird that you should mention that. Strange. Let's roll right into uh, out of that. BS. So there was some talk coming about um, towards the end of last week and then a little bit more, obviously, Sunday morning. Sunday morning seems to be the time that everybody holds on to news and then they, oh, they let it all out Sunday morning. Vomit the information. Um, <laughs> but anyways, it uh, came to fruition Monday. Dallas sends a 2019 first-round draft pick to Oakland. I'm sorry, what round? First round for uh, in exchange for Amari Cooper. <laughs> well. So Hold now, on. what round again? <laughs> first round. Okay, I'm just checking. So now, um, Dallas, your offense has a number one wide receiver. <laughs> so, Twitter cracked me up <laughs> on this move. Twitter's and, funny, and you, you were part of it. <laughs> <laughs> I know because the the move got announced as is as a hey the Cowboys are trading for mm-hmm. Amara Cooper. And the draft pick hadn't been disclosed yet, so or in any compensation hadn't been disclosed yeah. Yet. So so everyone and then we and it was a draft pick and then it was you know you found out which one, but it was funny because you and all the Dallas media and Dallas fans and all these people that I'd never followed before in my life and now I follow now, um, I'm laughing because you guys are all like oh cool oh I hope we don't didn't give up anything more than a third rounder <laughs> or <laughs> I gotta wonder what the draft pick is if it's any more than a third rounder I'm gonna be pissed. And, and then you're following through the day, and all of a sudden, here comes the news. Oh, it's a first-round draft pick. <laughs> and everyone goes, are you freaking kidding me? And it's it was just I, hilarious to me that that's how it all went down. I, The thing with that is everybody has their, their reasons for thinking that or for reacting that way. And I, me being one of them is... The way that Dallas has drafted the past four or five years, they've—they I mean, they've hit it on these first-round picks. So, trading that away is just—it just stings a little bit. Now, for for others, obviously, you have—if you want to go back in time, you've got the Joey Galloway trade. Yep. Um, that was a first-round. That was a first-round pick. You had Roy Williams, who actually was funny enough. That was like ten years ago to the day that Dallas made that trade. Um, so you have a couple. A couple first round draft pick trades for a wide receiver that just has not worked out. And the thing with Cooper is is I'll absolutely not compare him whatsoever to those other two wide receivers. Cooper's far 
he's I'm going to put it well obviously he's 24 so he's far younger than they were and he's he hasn't even hit his prime yet I mean he's still he's still developing as a player um but obviously when the news came out that it was a first round pick I I mean I was completely I was just pissed off about it and I texted my dad just the, the face palm <laughs> which at that time he actually he didn't even know that Dallas had made a movie. He's like, he just kind of, he, he kind of laughed like, ha ha. But then question mark, like, what are you talking about? So then I sent him, you know, the information, but <laughs> after, you know, thinking about it all day long and then sleeping on it and then waking up, he's like, you know what? Let's look at it this way. Obviously wide receivers have a huge position in need for Dallas. I mean, as far as, as far as the entire roster goes, that was probably your either number one or number two need. You um, still have a chance to win your division this year. Um, Washington's not going to continue to. I mean, I don't. I don't see Washington sus- sustaining their. I guess you could say success they're had right now. I this division is completely still up for grabs. Um, you have the opportunity to get a proven Pro Bowl wide receiver um, who, like I said, is only 24 years old. He's better than, as it seems right now, he's better than anybody who's going to be drafted in the upcoming NFL draft in the first round. So you kind of look at it, okay, do we want to take a chance on a you know, unproven rookie that we may draft in this upcoming draft or Amari Cooper, who is going to be available right there. And then to kind of spice it up a little bit, reports were coming out that Philly offered a second round pick and Washington was also in the market for him too. So now you're taking, you're keeping him out of their hands and you don't have to play him twice a year because I mean, say what you will about this year so far he's had then. And then last year with, you know, having, not the type of success he had his rookie year and his second year. Yeah, but look at what his quarterback was going through. His quarterback sucked. Well, and that's that's the whole other part of it, of this whole, you know, everyone talking about, well, he's not as good as he was. Well, that entire team is not as good as they were. No. And like you said, I mean, Derek Carr is not – he's not Derek Carr from 2016. Nope. And, I mean, you could also look at Dallas. Dallas isn't the same team right now either, but – who would you rather? Who would you rather be right now? Would you rather be with Oakland, who's completely, completely blowing everything up and rebuilding, or adding or being that that one possible final piece on on the Dallas offense? So, um, definitely felt, felt, definitely felt. <laughs> That's a word. A Don't whole, worry. <laughs> I mean, just a whole lot better, and and I mean, just really excited to see what he can, what he's going to bring to this offense, and. I mean, you've got him. You've got he's still in, on his rookie contract, so you've got him for the rest of this year, and then next year before you need to, you know, make any kind of moves with him. Um, so, I mean, I applaud the organization for being bold and wanting and being and ha- or going in and and having conviction in what they want to do. He's a, a pretty much a slot receiver, isn't he? Cooper? Cooper? Yeah. No, he's an outside guy. Is he the outside guy? Yep. I thought he was a slot receiver. Beasley's your slot guy. No, I know, but in Oakland, I'm pretty sure he was a slot receiver. 
Pretty sure. The I think I think the majority of his snaps were on that's the outside. What, that's what my confusion was because I'm like, well, that's where you're, that's where Beasley plays. So how is that going to work? I mean, they obviously you know throw him on the outside, but right. Well, now so now on at least on paper, you look at this wide receiver group out there on the field. You're going to have Cooper, Gallup, and Beasley. Not bad. Now the, all of a sudden that looks a little bit better. The one the one thing that that could be the most huge improvement is. Right now, there is no team that is scared of of Dak throwing over the top or you know picking them apart, passing the ball. Every team is just I mean they're putting eight, nine, sometimes ten guys right there in the box to stop Ezekiel Elliott. Now you put Cooper out there. Okay, now now things might change just a little bit, and defenses are going to have to be you know maybe even have to double team him. Yeah. So. I don't know. I'm I'm excited. I'm ready for Monday Night Football to get here already. But I got to wait a couple weeks for that. <laughs> I think you're uh you hit it dead on. I mean, if you guys had kept that first rounder and not gotten Cooper, I mean, what position do you think you'd have been drafting in the draft? Probably a wide receiver because that's what you guys need. Yep. Really wide receiver, really bad. Wide receiver tight end. Those are the two yeah. the, the, the two big ones right now, but I mean, even even a wide receiver in the first round isn't guaranteed. I mean, nope. and and a lot of people have been talking about it. But look at the past few years. I mean, th- I mean, this this past year you had, um, you know, John Ross, number nine over. I mean, what is he hasn't done? He hasn't done much. Kevin White a few years ago, he hasn't done much. Um, Corey Coleman, there's another one. So even these first round wide receivers aren't. I mean, they're not guaranteed. Calvin Ridley, yeah, he's good, but he still hasn't really like broken out yeah so all in all i i I do i do really like the move and if you're if you're still stuck on well you know roy williams and joey galloway and and all that business i i wouldn't totally i mean this it's 2018 and it's a totally different player and it totally i mean just a totally different situation so definitely excited to see him back on the field or get onto the field um, he'll be wearing 19, which, um, obviously if you bring on somebody, you got to let somebody go. So when the plane landed, they let, uh, Bryce Butler know, sorry, thanks, but no thanks and cut him. But, uh, and Mari- you were heartbroken <laughs> completely. <laughs> and, uh, so, uh, Mari Cooper will be wearing number 19 <laughs> on the other side of it, uh, on the Oakland side of it, <laughs> they now have four first round picks, three, three, I thought it was four. Three this year, two next year. Oh, that's right. Okay. See, you're correcting me. You're all over it. But here's my favorite thing. So, yay, hooray, they've got a bunch of first-round picks. Obviously, Gruden's rebuilding, if you didn't know. Raiders have made 13 first-round picks since 2004. Only two of those players make a pro... Uh, the, the only two of those players to make a Pro Bowl, Khalil Mack, he gone. Amari Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> he gone. McFadden didn't make a Pro Bowl? I guess not. Weird. So that's huh. it's uh it's crazy what what Gruden's go, uh doing down there. And obviously they're I mean he's rebuilding, but there's no way there's no way around it. It's a complete rebuild. He wants oh, yeah. to he wants to build that team in exactly the way that he wants to see it. And I mean, like we mentioned with with Cooper, you know, having a down year these past well this season, last season and then the tail end of the season, you know, before that, it's not like this team has been on the ascension. I mean, it's just been total, just, I mean, almost chaos this year. 
it's just crazy because you thought two years ago with the season that Carr had, the season that Cooper had, the season that, that Oakland was having, you thought that they were on the uptick. Like they were ascending. Right. And just not, two not seasons. Yeah, just two seasons later, it, it's amazing what what they've done. But, I mean, Gruden's got a plan, man. Right. Well, well then what I was going to say is, that, okay, you have a coach who comes in and, and says all these things, and then obviously it started this year with Mac. Okay, we're not gonna we're not gonna pay him or keep him, and he's a guy that everyone likes in this locker room. And now you've got obviously now Cooper's gone, so now is Carr next? Is is their um? Oh, I can't remember the uh, I, the name of their cornerback uh, that I, they drafted. I, I mean, I mean who who's who's uh, untouchable right now as far as you know players on that roster. Probably nobody. I would not be surprised if he, if Carr does not. I mean, he'll stay through this season. But I, I, I would not be shocked if if Carr is not in, uh, or he is. I'd be shocked if he's in Gruden's future plans. I just don't see how. They don't. He doesn't seem to like him very much. Right. And so, to kind of well to wrap up, you know, Cooper as far as Cooper to Dallas. Yeah. Excuse me. <laughs> The I think the bigger thing, and a lot of people are talking about it as well, is okay. If you if you really want to know if Dak is the guy, you need to have weapons around him, something that you know, something to help him succeed. If you're gonna pay him, because after after next season, you're gonna have to make that decision whether or not you're gonna sign him to a long term deal. And if he's not that guy then you would like to know, you know, now. Um, and I've said it before, but he, he Dak will never be the kind of guy that can take a bunch of no-name receivers and turn them into pro bowlers. Right. And keep, you know, keep the offense moving. Dak's an efficient quarterback who's going to need a big-time receiver. Now you bring in Cooper, you have that big-time receiver, Let's see what happens over this next, you know, season and a half or so. So now you can do a little bit more like true evaluation on right. what you got. Exactly. What you're saying. Oh, exactly. I like I that. mean, you, you're going to you're going to make an evaluation on a guy who's having to throw to Alan Hearns and and Deontay <laughs> Thompson and Tavon Austin. I mean I mean Dak's rookie year, you know, in 16 with with Dez even though Dez was already coming down off of that giant 2014 year. Des was still a threat. Des still made plays when they needed to, and you saw how well how well Dak played. Obviously, in, in seventeen, the story was you didn't have Zeke back there anymore. So then that takes a giant element away from that offense. But having having that big time receiver, I mean, that's we'll see what happens, and it'll definitely show a little bit more of of what Dak is capable of, and if Dallas is going to decide to keep him long term. I can tell you're excited. I'm. I'm. You're cautiously optimistic. Correct. Yes. Yes. It'll be exciting to have somebody who can take a, you know, 10, 20 yard quick slant and and take it to the house. Also, having somebody on the outside who runs just as good as routes as Cole Beasley does in a totally different way, if that makes any sense. It does. Beasley's so just so 
like I said, he's just so quick and so, I mean, it's almost like watching Flash out there. <laughs> Whereas as uh, Cooper's, he's more smooth in his motions, but his his route running is is great. So, so we'll see what happens. Before I move on to my, I home. did look to see who who currently has him, and um, yeah. Uh, who has him on their uh, fantasy league? Woof. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, great. Oh well. What are you gonna do? Um, Speaking of that, uh, yes, my <laughs> wife kicked my ass in fantasy. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, she did. She really did. Not even close, actually. No, not even close. But uh, you know, it's fantasy. <laughs> it's fantasy. It's, it's not, not real. Yeah, it's not real life, man. It's fantasy. <laughs> Mahomes, Jesus. Good lord. <laughs> well, not, okay. Uh, sorry, <laughs> just to wrap up because I I did hear it today, and. I, I, you should probably be, maybe you're proud of me, maybe you're not, but I did listen to Cowherd. And why? <laughs> <laughs> so you didn't? So, no, but didn't. anyways, he, he was talking about, you know, being, you know, certain either GM, well, obviously with GMs, if you're not the owner, obviously it's because you think your ass is going to get fired. But with GMs and with fans and all that kind of thing, they're so scared to, to, to do anything with that first round pick as far as just trading it or anything like that. But he said, Look, Atlanta gave up a first-round pick and more to get Julio Jones. Do you think they're upset? Hell no. Um, I don't know why I'm pointing at the Bears and the Patriots, but no, uh, Kansas City, they gave up a first round and, and, and changed to move up to get Mahomes. Do you think they're up? You know, they're upset? Hell no. I mean, uh, excuse me. <laughs> Have your conviction and, and be okay with, with, with those kinds of moves. Mahomes is uh he he uh he's a stud. Twenty two I, I wanna wait like I said, I wanna wait until I wanna see how he gets through next season. <laughs> well, because because but, this is that this is that first year where teams are actually seeing him play. Oh, I get you. And then I mean I mean, obviously it happened with Dak, it happened with Russell Wilson, it happened Russell won the Super Bowl in a second year. Well, good for him. Good for him. <laughs> Um, <laughs> went back to the but, Super Bowl again in his third. <laughs> and he should have handed the ball off. Well, that's not his choice. Um, <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Bevel. <laughs> you know, if you're in that position, and let's, well, I guess we're going to talk about this. if you're in that position, wouldn't you just have the balls to say, "No, I'm not going to throw this ball." We've got have you Marshawn met, Lynch right here. Have you met Russell Wilson? <laughs> Was he a puss? <laughs> I mean. I don't know, but yeah, I'm not. But, gonna, but no, you're right there. You're on the one I yard know. line in this, or or keep it yourself and just just dive over that thing. Be the hero. I I don't want to talk about that game anymore. But anyways, <laughs> um, no, with Mahomes obviously right now is the he's the stuff. You're 100 percent correct on you got to wait a year. But the thing is, in this season, Look at Watson. I know. In the season though, that's happening right now. We don't know how it's going to end. He could win the Super Bowl this year. We don't know. Sure can. So at, if, if next year he struggles because offenses figure it out, he's just going to sit there with a ring on his finger and go, I don't care. <laughs> well, and here's the one thing with that. Obviously, defenses will have one year of tape on him. But on the flip side of that, Andy Reid is one of the best offensive coaches in the league. He really so, is. And sucks in the playoffs. <laughs> well, and sucks in the playoffs. So – that's so that's that. that's the one thing going for him is he's got a great 
offensive mind behind him to, you know, change things up just a little, just those subtle changes, you know, in year two so that they're not doing the exact same thing. <clears throat> Linehan, they're not doing the exact same <laughs> thing, you know, year after year. Did you have something in your throat there? You all right? I had a <clears throat> Scott. <laughs> so, got it out of there. It's okay. Um, so 22 touchdowns in his first eight games. That's an NFL record. That's nuts. He he had a 358 yard four touchdown day. Uh, I don't know what else you can say. I mean, he's just he's been impressive. Well, look at their playmakers. It's yeah, and you it's Travis Kelsey, Kelsey, Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill, Cream Hunt. I mean, oh, it's just the whole offense is loaded. It's 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 the AFC version of the Rams. Yeah, that's a good. That's, that's a, exactly that's what, a fair point. And it's those two offenses. Those are the most fun to watch. Yep. Weird. Yep. Um, I was going to bring up the story about these NFL coaches or n- names, but oh, who cares? Um, Screw it. <laughs> there is an article on NFL.com, though, about coaches. Just I'll bring it up to, in this way. Um, about names of, of coaches on other teams that could be considered for head coaching jobs this next season. And I thought it was interesting just because of one name that was on there, Chris Richard. Mm-hmm. And he's interviewed before for some head coaching jobs, but with obviously in the media's mind, and this may not be true in real life, but in the media's mind, Garrett's seat is very hot. And I would say it's it's um it's warm. It's warm. Um and you you're a fan of Richard. Correct. Could you see him maybe and maybe we've talked about this before but could you see him as a replacement maybe oh yeah yeah absolutely he, he they love him so much down there already yep i could absolutely see him as a replacement i would be i think it would work out better right now if if a new oc was there agreed i think <laughs> that's the i think that's the big thing i think garrett's a, a decent head coach um, but he's not the one calling the plays. He's not the one calling the plays. And when he was when he was calling the plays in 2007, they had a. I mean, the offense was great. Obviously, Tony Romo had a big part of that as well. But I just don't. I don't think. I don't think Linehan's the right fit. And I also don't think that the um, staff as a whole, including the quarterbacks coach, is doing Dak and Cooper Rush who's behind him, any favors whatsoever, because I, I don't know. I just, I'm not, the one thing with Dak is I'm not seeing, how do you put it? I'm not seeing big improvements. Huge. I'm not seeing, I mean, and I'm not expecting like shockingly huge. I mean, just, just the small things. Yeah. Like trusting, Progression. like trusting that your receiver is going to be open. And throwing him open, those kinds of things. Um, I mean, those are all. Those are some of those are things that are instincts, and and you know, I guess you could say the quote unquote intangibles. But other things can be taught, and some things can be practiced on. And I, I'm not sure if Kellen Moore is the right person to be in that role. But that's neither here nor there. But anyways, <laughs> well, Russell is in year seven, and he still doesn't trust his receivers. So there's that. <laughs> So, you know, it could have that. 
We started the uh, NFL news segment with uh, Amari Cooper news for your team. I'm going to finish it with news for my team, and it has to do with Frank Clark. Took out an old insurance policy. Took himself out an old insurance policy. Um, he, of course, is having a fantastic season. Yes. He is on the very top of the list of um, guys that the team would obviously like to re-sign. He's in a contract year. Um, and everyone's been calling for like, well, hey, it's time. Extend him now. Extend him now. Uh, according to his agent, um, he is not afraid of the franchise tag. And it sounds like he kind of wants to test free agency instead of signing, re-signing with the Seahawks. So mm-hmm. with interesting with, with Earl Thomas done, that, of course, was going to be my, rec- you know, I was going to call up Pete. I was going to recommend, hey, um, franchise, probably do it on Earl. Now that Earl's hurt, I'm going to call Pete. I'm going to be like, hey, listen, <laughs> Frank Clark. So the- <laughs> So here's the thing. Here's the thing. Uh, so now it sounds like that is a very strong possibility. Um, and the Seahawks aren't, at least, at least in this regime, they're not famous for using the franchise tag. But um, I think that I would be absolutely 100% okay. I think you're talking like $18 million. Mm-hmm. You know, that's about where it's going to be. And you know what? For a year, I got no problem with that. He's been, he's been a, a monster um, in the pass rush, and I, I'm fine. So he's, um, yeah, I would love to have a Frank Clark. He's great. I mean, no, no knock on Dallas's pass rushers. But I mean, Dallas's defense has played extraordinarily well, and and I do love our current pass rushers, but Frank Clark is, is special. It's been fun because uh, your both of our teams are have been so surprisingly well defensively this season when we thought that that wasn't going to be the case. <laughs> so it's been pleasant. We've talked about that a million times. Mm-hmm. All right. So week eight is here. Um, what are you going to do with your Sunday off, man? Probably watch football. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hoping. I have not looked ahead for the schedule, um, but the Seahawks play at 10 a.m., I'm just praying that the 125 game on Fox is not San Francisco and Arizona. <laughs> Please, God, no. Please let it be Green Bay and uh, who are they playing? Green Bay and, oh, yeah, the Rams. Please. That's a good game. Um, that's a winner. That's a winner right there. Uh, if it's, I'm, I don't know what will happen. If it's San Francisco and Arizona, I might be coming over to your house to enjoy some Sunday ticket action. <laughs> Because, good God. That's fine with me. Um, all right. So, you get a bye week, you lucky bastard. I, uh, the Seahawks. just ho- got off yours. So true. It was timed out really well. I made a nice little trip to Ikea. <laughs> it was a nice little Sunday. Um, Seahawks are going to go to Detroit, place where they got screwed by the refs in Super Bowl 40 way back in the day. <laughs> I knew you'd like that. <laughs> Had to bring it up. Sorry, buddy. Sorry. On Sunday, we're going to go to Home Depot. <laughs> um, they're going to play maybe the- Lowe's. I don't know if there's enough time. <laughs> uh, Detroit is uh, <laughs> Detroit's an interesting case because they started out. They suck. Pure. Well, hold on. I don't think they suck. I they, think they suck. They, well, they started out sucking. Ta- name another team. 
Name another team? Yeah, just say another team. Just any team? Yeah. Arizona they Cardinals. They suck. <laughs> New England Patriots. They suck. <laughs> so any team sucks, really. Yeah. yeah. That New England-Chicago game right there. Chicago. Holy crap, man. Yeah, Trubisky. They're, they uh, suck. They suck. <laughs> um, Detroit actually has improved after yes. starting 0-2. It yep. looked like the Matt Patricia thing was a complete bust two games in. And, which, then the New England, and then the New England game happened. And they destroyed them. Yep. And uh, so they've actually looked. Um, Dallas beat them. And then and they won the last two. So um, it'll be cool. We get to see Luke Wilson for the first time since he left Seattle. And then, of course, Tater Tot, um, Golden Tate, is uh, still there. Golden Taint. Mr. Hometown Discount Liar is there. Um, I miss him at the same time. I can't stand him. So uh, get to see him. And then, of course, you know, Matt Stafford. <laughs> Matt Stafford. <laughs> Who is another one of those quarterbacks that uh, um, not doing, hasn't done what was expected of them to do, if that makes sense. That makes sense. Andrew Luck, Matt Stafford, Sam Bradford, all those kinds of guys. Um, the good news is I don't have a ton to say about this game. This is more of a, you know what I thought about this today? This podcast is more of a reactionary podcast. <laughs> we're not a, like a, we preview our games, but really, and honestly, we're more reactionary. We wait for the games to happen and then we vent. Correct. Excellent. So <laughs> the good news is we got uh return to practice already this week. KJ Wright, Ed Dixon, Rasheem Green. Seattle needs Ed Dixon. Now. Are all three going to play? Eh, don't know. But I tell you what, if Ed Dixon is the only one that's playing, I'm a happy camper. You throw KJ right in, uh, even bigger happy camper. Rasheem Green, yeah, I would like to see him back out there, but it's not going to be do or die if he's to miss another week. What are you laughing at now? Uh, My mother. I tell you what, when you're in the middle of your stuff, I don't. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> I don't. I don't sit over there and laugh at things and looking at social media <laughs> and 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 that's funny you're sitting there right the browsing middle. social media while i'm talking um all right well they're talking about why a hot dog <laughs> is a sandwich it is known right it's not a sandwich it is a sandwich it's just a <laughs> that's what we've created but i would throat punch somebody if <laughs> i said i'll take a sandwich and they'd give me a hot, hot dog, dog. <laughs> okay sorry uh if you are looking for pure entertainment and outside of football, uh, <laughs> go find out if a hot dog's a sandwich or not on the No Subject podcast. It's fun. <laughs> There's no subject. There's no subject. Although we do talk a lot about hot dogs and sandwiches uh, and laminated lists. Anyway, um, back to the Seahawks, jerk. Um, so, yeah, those three guys are back at practice. That's huge. We need a tight end so bad. Uh, Vanette Hurt. Um, I don't count Yimmy Graham gone because I mean, really, what did he do? Nothing. And I know, I know, it's I can't remember his name, but who was the one that looked really good the first couple weeks for Seattle? Oh, that we lost, Disley. Disley, Disley. Yep. And that's and that's yeah, with him getting hurt, and uh, yeah, we need Ed Dixon back. And this was the week he tweeted it out weeks ago. This was the week he was coming back. Um, I'm I'm hoping that it's true. So that would be fantastic. Um, really and honestly, Detroit looks better. They don't suck. <laughs> they look better. 
Yes, they do. Okay, whatever you say, buddy. You know, when you look at their rankings, they are like middle of the pack in every single category. So they're a meh, meh team, really and honestly. So uh, Schottenheimer, call the right place, you dumbass. Okay, just stick with what you've been doing. <laughs> Run the ball a lot. Don't do the committee thing. Just give Carson the freaking ball and just run it. And then that sets up the pass and have fun with that. Russell is starting to get a lot of chemistry with all of his receivers. Go with that. But establish an identity and stick with it. Offensive line starting to actually get talk up there in like one of the better ones in the league, right. which is weird. Yeah, yeah <laughs> doesn't Dal- feel right. Dallas is right around that. By, I would say, in my opinion, 13, 14th down. <laughs> I mean, it hasn't been good. And that's been your strength in the previous year. So, and, and for Seahawks, which we always thought was going to be just pure garbage, is up there, and it's 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 weird. Uh, so just keep running behind Fluker, and and be good to go. Uh, do what you did versus Oakland. Score early. Just get the points up there, and let your defense kind of take control. Because the defense has been so damn good. Um, that's turning out to be a good acquisition. Yeah, no kidding, right? I'm jealous about that. Yeah, it's BS. Anyways, uh, we're talking about Gordon in in New England. Of course, it works out for them. Why wouldn't it? Um, and then for the love of God, <laughs> for the love of God, <laughs> get to the freaking quarterback, Frank Clark. To keep doing what you're doing, buddy. Get out there and sack him. Uh. Put pressure on them, create the turnovers, and, and it'll be a – it's not an easy – like, this isn't one of those games where you're just like, oh, well, it's no problem. It Detroit's better. So – Is it at Detroit? Yes. Yep. So it's on the road. Well, that's right. You mentioned it at Super Bowl. Yeah. Side, side of the crime. Scene of the crime. Yeah. If you weren't browsing Facebook, you probably wouldn't remember that. <laughs> yeah, that. Um but I'm excited because you keep I, bringing up that old Super Bowl. I forget. I did. I literally did that just to piss you off. <laughs> well, I don't care. Go, I'm just, not the one who lost. No, I, <laughs> I know, but the the last time it got up and you were just like, "Oh no, you're not going to talk about that." Oh. You're one of those Seahawks fans. <laughs> it's like, damn right, freaking, damn right, freaking Pr- proud refs. of it. Screwed us over, man. Anyways, uh, but yeah, so I'm I'm excited. It's weird. Like bye weeks are great. It was a super relaxing Sunday. I <laughs> seriously, I didn't watch any football, um, which was you know I had to watch it then yesterday. But uh, it was nice, and now I'm like I'm ready. Like okay, let's go. Um, so yeah, game picks, buddy. Already, can you believe it? Sixty-five to sixty. Who's winning? Says me. Says Brian. Brian leads. 65-60. I had a good week. We both did. Both nine. <laughs> nine correct. Damn. We both. I did have one question. <laughs> I'm going to go back to these picks here. I sure. Did, I did have one question. I already know what you're going to ask. <laughs> sure you do. I have one question here. Where'd it go? Where'd it go? Um, well, first of all, on what planet did you think that the Giants were actually going to beat Atlanta? But that's not even the worst one you made. <laughs> <laughs> On what other planet, like distant galaxy, did you think that San Francisco was going to beat the Rams? Any given Sunday. Shoot your shot. <laughs> Be bold. <laughs> I mean, I'm all for you making up well, ground. If I would have <laughs> got those two picks, I would have whooped your ass. 
I mean, I'm all for making up ground, seriously, but you got to do better. I mean, come on. <laughs> the Rams, I mean, okay. All right, so like we have been doing, because <clears throat> I don't have a printer, uh, we're going to just, I'm going to name them off and you tell me what you got going on. Okay. You ready? Yeah. Um, Miami's playing at Houston. Ooh. Houston. The Eagles at Jacksonville. God, Jacksonville. Jesus. Eagles. That probably hurt to pick. Yeah, I did. Jacksonville has uh I thought that I picked them to win last week. I thought they were gonna totally redeem themselves and Bortles still sucks. So Jacksonville signed, uh, looks like they traded for Carlos Hyde and released yeah. Jamal Charles. Yeah. The problem is a quarterback. Just saying. I know a guy. I know <laughs> You know what? I know a guy too. It's weird. Tampa Bay at Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Mm, Cincy. Um, I'm supposed to be telling you what my picks are at the same time. Well, how about this? The last three, I did the same thing. So <laughs> Houston, Philadelphia, Cincinnati. Um, Seattle at Detroit. Detroit. Ah, um, screw you, and I'll give you my pick at the end. Uh, Denver Apparently at, it's not Detroit. <laughs> Denver at Kansas City. Kansas City. I also picked Kansas City. Washington at the Giants. Good God. Giants. What? Jesus. Uh, I guess for your... You laugh. Well, but I mean, I guess for your for the standings in your division, that's probably better. Yep. Gross. Eli sucks. Uh, Cleveland at Pittsburgh. I picked Washington on that one, by the way, because I'm smart. <laughs> good for you. <laughs> Cleveland at Pittsburgh. Ooh, this was a good game earlier in the year. Yeah. Cleveland. I, too, picked Cleveland. Of course, we both did last week, too, and we both lost. Barely. That's true. Uh, they've been close in yes, every freaking yes, game. Yes, they have been in every game. Uh, They're going to get there. They, hey, well, they have to win like win out now, don't they? They're like, pretty damn close to getting your nine wins. Pretty close. <laughs> hey, they got more than anybody else expected so far. That's very true. <laughs> they got more than last season. Uh, Baltimore at Carolina. Ooh. Uh, Baltimore. I picked Carolina. Um, Indianapolis, uh, Captain Andrew Luck is heading to Oakland. <laughs> Indianapolis. <laughs> uh, that was an easy one. Indianapolis. <laughs> this is going to be a good one. Green Bay at the Rams. It's in L.A. Who do you got? Um, That's a toughie. I'm going with Aaron Rodgers. A.A. Ron? Yeah. I, too, picked A.A. <laughs> Ron. And I am saying that the Green Bay Packers are going to beat the L.A. Rams. The the La Rams? The, yeah, the Lar. <laughs> lar, as I call them. Lar. Uh, you got Lack and you got Lar. <laughs> uh, this, <laughs> Hugh, Dow, and C. This is the worst freaking game on the schedule this week. San Francisco at Arizona. And I am sorry, Dennis from Ohio. I know the... Niners are your team, but good. I mean, who you got? Because, I mean, doesn't matter. <laughs> Where's it at? It is at Arizona. Um, Arizona fired their offensive coordinator. Yes, they did. San Francisco. I also picked San Francisco. <laughs> so there you go, Dennis. Congratulations, buddy. Uh, New Orleans at Minnesota. Ooh, that's a good one. That's 
Minnesota. Ah, Minnesota. Um, copycat. I too picked I'll take Minnesota. Minnesota's defense. And no, for those of you listening, I have not seen Brian's picks. I don't know who he's picked. I'm just, I'm picking as he's reading. Uh, Tell the people I'm not lying. <laughs> he's not lying. He's not lying. Literally, I'm I'm holding the paper. He can't see it. Why would he pick mine anyway? He would want to, you know, he wants to gain ground. I'm kicking his ass. Uh, New England at Buffalo. Boo. Ah, just kidding. New England. <laughs> you went for it. I thought about it too, but no, I, I too nope. am nope. not, I'm not stupid. It's going to be New England. Yeah. The New Patriots. England. So, um, okay. You notice we didn't do social media mailbag and that's on, on me because I didn't post anything. That's so, okay. Oh, well. Sorry. This week, if you could be ever so kind and jump on the iTunes, I guess it's called Apple Podcasts now. Say, Sorry, who uses iTunes? iTunes, it's still iTunes on the computer over there. <laughs> uh, if you could jump on the old uh, Apple Podcasts as it is, um, and leave us a review, I would greatly appreciate it. Andrew would also greatly appreciate it, right? Oh yeah. Oh sure. Um, Good, and, bad, indifferent. And in fact, even if it's, I don't care what kind of review it is, I want to give away a gift card because I want reviews that damn bad. Ooh. Ooh. And I'm not even going to put where it's from. I know we did Starbucks in our last giveaway, but I'll let the, you know, the person choose as long as I find it appropriate. <laughs> Kohl's. <laughs> if, you want a, if you want a $25 gift card to Kohl's, sure. <laughs> Here's your gift card to Buffalo Wild Wings. Hey, I ate the Buffalo Wild Wings the very first time on uh, Thursday night. Oh, how was it? Uh, disappointing. <laughs> so there's that all righty uh anyway so if you could go on itunes sorry apple podcasts (laughs) and leave a review take a screenshot of the review and send it to me uh you can send it to us on facebook uh twitter instagram i don't care just direct message us uh send it to us i'll verify your that uh it's a real review and it's in there and then uh, we'll do a drawing down the road here, and we'll we'll give we'll give away a gift card. So uh, we'd appreciate it, please. All right. You don't have to pick a winner because I do not. Your team ain't playing. We are guaranteed a win this weekend. No, you're not. That's true. You're guaranteed nothing. I'm guaranteed crap. Actually, no. It's a win. Obviously, it's always a win if every team in your division loses. Even though I picked Philly, I hope every team loses. <laughs> Um, you want to change that to Jacksonville, or are you gonna stick with Philly? Uh, I'll give you one chance before I close the out and say all oh, those are finalized. Where's Where's the game at? It is yeah, Jacksonville. Okay, take Jacksonville. Oh, he's gonna change it up, people. You heard it here. Look at that. Now he can say, "Want well, them all to lose?" Scratching it out. Saxonville. Give me the the mess that's in Jacksonville the to sh- beat the Eagles. Horse. <laughs> um. But the Seahawks are playing. They're going to be in Detroit. Like I said, I am picking. The Seattle Seahawks will win 27-24. Cool. I feel like I should give my defense more credit. (laughs) But it feels right being that it's in Detroit. They're going to score some points. I'm going to take Detroit. uh... You're also a jerk. 35-27. 35-27. My defense is not going to get 35 points. I'm going to write that down. 
Your defense will not be on the field when there's a pick six. So Russell's going to throw a pick six, huh? It could happen. <laughs> it could happen. That's I, my prediction. It it could happen. All right. Thanks for listening. Anything else you want to say before we get the hell out of here? Call me a Seahawks hater all you want. I don't care. Well, the whole point of this podcast is for you not to like my team and for me not to like your team. Kind of sounds like you like my team. I hate your team. <laughs> hate the Cowboys. I hate everything they stand for. I hate everything about them. You do have some good players. I'll give you that. And we have found a lot of common ground uh, doing this. But no, screw the Cowboys. I hate them so much. I have trained my son to say you Cowboys all the time. During the week, not even kidding you, I, I cannot count the amount of times where he'll look at me and go, hey, Dad, can we call Andrew? Why? So I can tell him you Cowboys. Just wait till that kid gets punched in the face. <laughs> <laughs> By your son. <laughs> Because I've seen that, you know, you got the Dallas hat on your kid already and all mm-hmm. that stuff. Uh, it's going to be fun with he loves raising, his cowboys. raising those two. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, as always, thanks for uh, giving us a listen and uh, for all the support. We really, really appreciate it. We're having fun with this, and that is all that freaking matters. We're so, halfway through the season, man. That's stupid. I hate it, and uh, it went way too fast, but better things are coming. Word. All right, until next time, go Hawks. Go Cowboys.